This is Jim Duncan with Nest Realty and Sweat the Details. We recorded this podcast a couple weeks ago before COVID-19's effects were truly felt in most of the U.S. and before the nationwide shutdowns. With that, two things. A lot is going on in our world, and things are changing rapidly every day. Please know that we at Nest continue to monitor the rapidly changing marketplace. If you have questions, concerns, or simply need a friendly voice to chat with, please don't hesitate to reach out directly to your Nest agent. We are here for you. And now on to the podcast. So we're sitting with Taylor Vaughn, um, and you are the... Director of Agent Services. And how long have you been with us? Since 2013, I believe. Holy cow, that's a long time. I know, I know. You put up with us for a long while. That's, <laughs> that's impressive. So we, in, in all seriousness, we, how, how big were we when you came? We were you know, clearly just the one office. Um, well, I think, I think Fredericksburg and New River Valley were on board, and okay. I think maybe Wilmington was... Wilmington and Asheville were shortly after right. I started. So it was five for a good while when I first started. Right. Yeah. So all right, so let's back up to 2013. Um, your your job title, if I remember correctly, was, was Director of Client Happiness. It was Client Happiness Coordinator. Oh, client Happiness Coordinator. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. We do like our titles. Which was a <laughs> big part of the appeal was yeah. Client Happiness Coordinator. Who right. would not want that job? All right. So so go into that. So when you join, what is, what is your thought about what Nest is doing and what a role... Because we, we obviously, we were growing at that point. Your The job you took over was one that nobody had had before. So mm-hmm. you created it. Um, what was your thought as to what a client happiness coordinator was going to kind of entail? Um, that's a great question. I don't entirely know. I feel like, like you said, it was sort of a, um, a created position that I think um, maybe on your end and then also on mine, I don't know that we knew exactly what that would mean entirely. Right. Just knew that there was a need for... Um, someone to be focused on um, the client experience and mm-hmm. how that would all kind of uh, come together. So, I, I mean, I think I was just more open to the idea that um, instead of a customer service-focused job that was, um, I think, outlined as a troubleshooting situation, it was framed in a way that was positive. And um, that seemed like a need just across the board, and so I'm happy to be you know, jumping into whatever opportunities that leads to. And so you had, what, two decades of real estate experience before you joined us? Naturally. Right. Yes. Yes. So had never, had never, uh, you you did own a home at the point. So you I did. Had, I owned a Nest you had home. had actually been through a buying experience once. Yes. But other than that, no clue And that was estate. flying blind, so. <laughs> In terms of, of getting into real estate or? Um, the buying experience, okay. um, had no idea what I was doing. Um, and, uh, you know, of course now having been here for, um, for a good amount of years, it's, uh, I wish that I had had a nest agent on my, on my side to sort of, do you still remember the navigate. pain of that experience? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and how does how does that color what you do on a daily basis? Um, I think I just, uh, I mean, at looking at it, Every once in a while, I'll be thinking about that sort of process, and um, I think we were even talking about it yesterday. It's just uh, like thinking about the the lending process and just having no idea if actually at the end of the day I owned the home. I'm signing all these documents, and I have no idea what any of them mean, um, and just not necessarily having anyone to kind of outline what what I was signing. And right, yeah, I mean, in that moment, you you're signing all these documents, and it's one after another after another, and you're like, even if I read this, my comprehension of it is. No. Pretty small. Yeah. So. Well, and I think, you know, the reality is that for most buyers, that is absolutely the case. Um, you know, they know that they want to shop for a home. They know kind of what they want physically from a house uh, mm-hmm. or maybe 
maybe have an idea of what they want physically from a house, but then um, the actual process is is just kind of okay. What do we need to do to get to point B? Mm-hmm. Um, and there may not be as much understanding. And 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 in all honesty, and Jim will will vouch for this. There are agents out there who may not know all of the steps as well, right. and what all of the documents really entail, and what the what the purpose of each page is. Um, no, and I think I think an experienced agent also sort of sort of deviating a little bit. An experienced agent has a way to take that forty-seven page document mm-hmm. and simplify it to a point where it's understandable, but also sort of minimizes the fear associated with it. Right. Because like there's one clause in there that says you you know it's four hundred words of attorney written dribble that says don't keep toxic waste or create meth in the house. You know, I think there's a way that we can we can say that in a way as when the attorneys are going through that to, you know, to lighten the mood a little bit, but also say you really don't need to read this because you're not be good, you're not going to be making meth in your house, and if you do, don't get caught. <laughs> you know, so I mean, I think it's a way what to a to, great really, message for all. And exactly. it's really hard to sell a house that's been once a meth lab. So <laughs> it's a disclosure in Virginia now. It is. It's yeah. a you know so you learn something new every day. So so you came on board to do the client experience. Mm-hmm. You came. Talk about like some of the early projects. What were what were things and whether you brought them to the table or whether agents did or kind of what that what those early stages were. Um, I mean, I, honestly, again, it was because I think uh, we started with maybe sort of a nebulous idea of what that role would be. It was a lot of fact finding. I feel like for the first probably year. Okay. Um, so just a lot of time spent with um, you know either with PM or talking with agents, just sort of getting an idea of what. Um, the business actually is focused on, um, right. which again, you know, coming from non-real estate world, um, that was really important for me. Um, so I think just kind of trying to figure out what the needs were. And then I think um, in our earlier explorations, I think it was um, focused on me kind of being uh, more in direct contact with clients. I think over the years, we've kind of evolved into realizing that um, our agents are more of our clients, not that necessarily that we didn't know that, but in just in a way of providing more of the service base for our agents to then provide that great service to our clients. Well, I think, now I think Nest has evolved to a certain degree to recognizing that we do have two, two sets of client base. Yep. Correct. We have the, well, two and a half. We have the brokerage, <laughs> we have the agents within said brokerages, and then we have the, the clients of the agents. So we have, you know, a couple of different threads that we're serving in a lot of ways, right. which we knew that in the beginning, but it wasn't until we started moving through this process that we articulated that right. in a way that was meaningful. Right. Um, so we talked yesterday when we were prepping for this. Um, what, you, you, you know, you're not, you're not a realtor, never have been, mm-hmm. probably don't want to be, um, but, you know, maybe, you know, you never know. <laughs> uh, but, you know, but so... We, what do you read or look at outside of the real estate space for inspiration to do what you do in a better way? I mean, again, a lot of it is trying to think about the um, the overall experience, both from like an education and also, you know, the the fun components of, of buying and selling a home. Um, it's a huge investment, obviously, um, but there's so much um, associated with the, the sort of the warm fuzzies, right? I mean, you're you're, you know, helping someone either buy their first home or maybe sell their you know, their childhood home or their, you know, downsizing or relocating or, the, you know, there's a lot of emotional components of the real estate experience. So then um, how do you provide sort of two sides of things? How do you provide both the education around it and then also, um, you know, celebrate the moments of it? So, you know, there's a lot of things you can look at that are, um, I would say, you know, not at all real estate related, but certainly helpful. Right. Um, you know, I 
we're, you know, inundated with apps and things that, um, you know, enhance the experience from retail to service to all sorts of things. Um, so for me, I mean, personally right now I'm seven months pregnant. So <laughs> one of the apps that I use pretty frequently is Ovia. Um, and one of the things I've really liked about them um, is just that they are... What is Ovia? Ovia is, uh, it's like a, you know, pregnancy app. It's tracking all things from um, different milestones and things that you should be, you know, thinking about and maybe asking your doctor about. Um, it's keeping track of, I mean, all sorts of like aspects ba- of... Baby stuff. It's a yeah. pizza tracker for your baby. That is not entirely untrue. <laughs> yeah. That is very true. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's telling you here's the stage what's going on and, and what the growth is, is, you know, taking place. Yep. You're, so. you're, I mean, you're plugging in different um, elements and, and um, information each time you go to the doctor. So then it's kind of also making suggestions of like, hey, this is maybe something to be thinking about. And the next time that you go in is asking about this or have you considered? And, and it's all things, you know, from both your health and, you know, well-being, but then also thinking about like recommendations for financial decisions you might want to be thinking about for a new baby. Um so I mean, so it's a guide that, but also that prompts you with questions that you should be asking. Mm-hmm. Is, is sort of providing that, and sort mm-hmm. of what we do in a lot of ways. Yep. All right. So Ovia. How can we ask the right questions? So I mean, I, I, again, from a, from a practitioner perspective, mm-hmm. I, see, I see one of my roles is with my clients, particularly first-time home buyers, is being the one who asks the dumb questions because I know to ask them mm-hmm. because they don't know what questions they should be asking. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So Ovia. Yeah. That's What's another, another one? big one. Um, another one that I've liked um, is uh, Inked, which is um, uh, so my niece and nephew are about an hour away, so not far by any means, but I don't get to see them on a daily basis. But one thing I've really liked is using um, this app, Inked, where I can you know create a little postcard for them and have that sent in in a timely fashion to their house, and it can be a picture of me or if my dog doing something silly or just, you know, a note to let them know that I'm thinking about them. And, um, for them, they're, you know, five and three, Mm -hmm. um, getting something in the mail is awesome. They feel special. Um, and so being able to do that in a, you know, pretty quick and easy on the fly way is really great. So in terms of, you know, whether it's over your inked and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, what you're going through outside of the office on a personal level, how does that kind of translate to what you're thinking about? I mean, specifically, what are we doing here at Nest that, that you're, that those inspirations have kind of applied to, or, or how do the agents feel a difference in, in what they're doing here at Nest? Based yeah, on I mean, so, you know, again, obviously with Ovia, it's a lot of education-based, you know, inform- like how, how can we how can we facilitate, um, you know, topics that you might not have thought about and, and kind of kickstart conversations about, you know, long-term planning. Um, but then from, um, you know, the example of, of Inked, there's also the... Um, there's a lot of things that I feel certain that agents want to be able to do and provide for their agent or for their clients, but it's just a matter of time and, you know, available brain space to be able to do all those um, small but meaningful things. So how can we facilitate something like that through Nest that makes it easier for them to do and, you know, apply to all clients? Well, to the, to the, to the, to the tangibility of the, of inked, mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things that, we have in uh, within Nest is we have you know everybody can get their own uh, stationery mm-hmm. like nice hard good cardstock stationery. Oh. Yep. Uh, we have notes. I mean the the notes that we have here at Nest are phenomenal, and it's something that um, I went to my assistant 
or did he, I went to you. And I said, uh, hey, I have a client who, whose dog passed away. Mm-hmm. Do we have a card or where can I get a card that, that offers that? Uh, and you said, oh, here it is. I'm like, oh. <laughs> right. Um, you know, so I think that having that on hand, it, you know, it was just a nice little note to my client saying, I saw this happened on Instagram. I'm really sorry. And not, it's not, not real estate. Well, it's and just I think, a human you know, perspective. The reality is, you know, one of the things Taylor said just a minute ago is that part of the job is kind of celebrating the moments. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't want to celebrate the moment of, of a dog passing, but the reality is, is that acknowledging that there mm-hmm. are good moments and, and bad moments mm-hmm. in people's lives and being able to be present for that is mm-hmm. such a massive Well, and being human. Connection. Being right. human. Because, I mean, it, we do all this stuff online. Mm-hmm. And being able to take that, like, with Inked, having an offline tangible recognition of we have a human relationship mm-hmm. yep. and just being part of their lives in, in a really small sort of way. Well, yeah. you're involved in, as a realtor, you're involved in, you know, two major milestones, right? Mm-hmm. Buying and selling a home. Those are big, huge moments. But all sorts of things happen in between right. good and bad. Well, the so, reality is, is that there's typically a milestone that is happening that is causing the milestone of buying or right. selling a home, right? right. They, they tend not to just be completely isolated. in isolated. Exactly. And, and, you know, people are buying a house because they've either gotten a new job and they've moved or they're having a baby or their kids are going to college mm-hmm. or there's something that's, that's triggering a massive change. And so right. there, we know that there are moments going on and there are moments right. that happen right after people, people close on the properties as well. Mm-hmm. And I will say, you know, I haven't used Inked specifically for what mm-hmm. you're referring to, but there was a there was an app that I found, you know, probably eight years ago, nine years ago. We took our kids to Europe for the first time, and it was an app where you could take a photo anywhere and immediately just hit it. I think it was Postagram, yeah, and it would yeah. send an actual postcard of the photo that could then be popped out and put in a frame. It was sized correctly, and it was an instant postcard that you could send from the spot where we were. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's just amazing! Like literally, mm-hmm. family members were getting you know, postcards before we even got back from, from Europe. And that was, right. that's just such a cool, cool use of that. But um, we, so let me, so yeah. let me step back. We have 50 summit agents locally in Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. We have about 300 within, within our 15 officers mm-hmm. and you communicate with all of them. As many amount. as wish to. Yeah. 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 Um, so how do you, I mean, how do you convey to these agents, what you know, what the best things are for them to use? Do you wait for them to come to you, or do you say, "Here are the top five you should use"? Or like, how do you how do you walk these people through that? Uh, so, I mean, you know, we have um, obviously a lot of agents, and we're we're working with agents of a variety of different um, levels of expertise and um, you know, interest in different tools. Like I said, right. you know, not every tool is for every person. Right. Um, so, I think that the challenge is is um, creating you know information in a variety of ways. Okay. So, you know, be it that I'm, you know, emailing everybody through what we have as our, our bird call emails. Okay. Um, so that would maybe be, you know, option one. Um, so real quick, the bird call being an internal correct. communicational. Correct. Correct. That's yeah. usually my role is to ask the que- the clarifying dumb questions. <laughs> I'm very proud of Keith for doing so. Thank you. Well, well done. <laughs> um, I'm growing up. <laughs> so, uh, you know, step one would be obviously sending out sort of the announcement to, to let people know that it's, you know, available. Right. Um, but you know, we also have to be mindful of, um, not every, not every email, not every notification is, is read by all, of course. So then how do you follow up with more information? How do you provide, um, tutorials, uh, via what uh, nest help desk, which is sort of our platform for all things, nest, all things FAQ based. Um, you know, it's the resource when you don't know what to do, here's a great place to start. Right. Um, 
Uh, and then obviously, you know, as I get questions from agents that are maybe looking to work on a project, um, it's something that I uh, try to incorporate into whatever they're doing of, hey, I know that we're working on this, but it also might be helpful if we thought about trying this as well, right? right? So, um, you know, just trying to think of every avenue to, to maybe, you know, share that tool, share the message, how share much, the opportunity. How much of your time is spent on kind of the standard tools and how much is spent on one-off projects that agents specifically come to you and ask for assistance on? Um, uh, I mean, a good, a, a decent amount of my time right now is spent um, on individual projects, um, things that uh, sort of don't necessarily fit uh, a specific box. And so how can we kind of create something unique and special and, and you know, needed? And are, are um, agents looking for kind of just standard, I need to do a farming campaign and therefore it's a one-off? Or is it I'm looking for a specific way that's special to touch a client in, in some creative manner? Both. <laughs> yeah. All of the above? All of all of the things, yes. Um, <laughs> so how, how I mean, you know, explain to people like when we're doing, when you've got a, when you have an agent who wants to do a farming campaign, mm -hmm. and, you know, again, farming is, for the listeners who may not be real estate side, you know, finding, picking a neighborhood or picking some specific mm -hmm. um, similarity within within clients that they can can market to within this farming like how much do we do how much do you do that's that's truly unique to their experience their farming campaign versus recycling projects that that are oh we have 10 postcards and we're just putting you on a mm -hmm. list i mean we have um we do have uh, available templates that are you know again focused on the education of buying and selling a home because those kinds of you know tidbits are applicable to anybody buying or selling a home um, but in terms of what, uh, what we can do and what we often do, um, for like a higher level of customization, I mean, it's, it's pretty wide. I mean, from working with agents to, um, you know, create a partnership with a local coffee shop to offer, um, you know, free coffee or a donut or whatever it is, um, you know, to the recipient or creating a summer bucket list of things that they might want to consider for, you know, when the kids are out of school and, and here are some things that you can do, you know, to keep them out of the house and keep them occupied or whatever it is. Um, I mean, other things that we've done is, um, you know, even just gone on like a roadshow around a certain area to do a photo shoot so that every single image that comes through for that um, farming campaign looks and is local, right? So, so, right, so that, you know, when they when the agent is marketing themselves as an area expert, it's because they truly are. Right. Um, you know, if they're making recommendations to me of this is where, you know, if someone lives in this area, they know this, this right. corner shop. Mm -hmm. um, they know it backwards and forwards, this whole area. And, and that's what we want to share with people. Well, and that's, and honestly, if you're going to capture the attention of the general public, you have to do it in a manner that doesn't say, look at my picture of a beach because it's summertime, Correct. even though we're, three hours from a beach. And we live in a mountain town, right, you know, right. like I mean, but, I mean, but there are plenty. Well, but there are plenty of agent for life postcard companies that, oh, look, it's springtime. So mm -hmm. let's put a magnolia flower on a postcard and send it out yep. and say, remember to set your clocks forward next week. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, which just never really grabs the attention of. Right. Other than other. I'll tell you whose attention it does grab all the other realtors who then bring it into the office and laugh at kind it of laugh at it. But, um, but I mean, those, you know, but that, that type of commitment to an ongoing piece is something that realtors here at Nest and at other firms mm -hmm. utilize and, and to, to great value. But I right. think what, you know, what I want to get to is 
what you're doing and the way that you're positioning our agents is in a manner that no one else in the marketplace is doing. That the you can't you can't fake the authenticity of it. You can't um, you you can't really change that that process. And so you're you're making it specific to every individual person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, like I said, every every agent uses different tools. Every agent has different needs. Right. Um, and and to that same um, point, every agent has a different focus and a different style. And how do we make sure that that conveys in everything that they do from from something like farming, but also just from their day to day business too, right? I mean, from their social media posts to, um, you know, consistency of imagery, mm-hmm. consistency of brand, yep. making sure that they're they're touching on a regular, ongoing basis. Mm-hmm. What would you say? We I think we're close to wrapping this up, but so two questions. One, um, what would you say the pain points that you identify through the lens of the agent that they're trying to, that you're trying to help them solve? Right. Um, as a buyer's agent, I feel like the the biggest pain point is just that um, you know I think remembering that the agent is uh, there to provide the service, but that um, you guys don't always have control over the market or what is available as a product. Right. Um, you, you do not get to pick what is um, currently for sale and um, try as you might. Um, you know, it might take a while to find the It'd right really fit. really cool if we could. My goodness, wouldn't it? It would be so much easier. I know. Wow. We'll be 3D, 3D printing homes on demand here soon. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be able to move other people's houses to put it where we want it? Yeah. I mean. Because that's the cool part. Not right away. <laughs> <laughs> so, In the future. Yeah. Um. I mean, as a as a listing agent, I feel like um, maybe more of what comes into the play is is just obviously managing expectations in terms of what um, the timeline of selling a home and you know expectations on price and condition and all sorts of things. But then also, as you know, we talked about earlier, it's just there's so much um, uh, in terms of emotions that can be involved and in, right. reason for selling. Um, it could be wonderful reasons, but it could also be really hard ones, like mm-hmm. you know, relocating when maybe that's not what you were hoping to do at this point in your life, right. or um, you know, just transitions in life. So how do you um, how do you help them navigate that process that does have a lot of to dos and a lot of um, you know important decisions to be made, but do that in a way that is you know thoughtful and compassion. I mean, correct. And you know, you say the job change or the relocation. I mean, I think mm-hmm. even you know, no matter how many clients we work with. There is excitement in a new job. There's excitement in going to a new town. But the reality is you're also going to be leaving your neighbors that you've gained relationships with. Mm-hmm. Your kids are going to be uprooted. There's there's always a certain amount of of loss in one place with the gain for the next. And I think just helping our agents have have a mindful way of being empathetic to that is is huge. Mm-hmm. And it is something we do. And it's, you know, again, back to the the loss of a dog card. It's It's being able to acknowledge that there are moments in people's lives that need a hug, not just a, a celebratory toast. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's something that you've done an amazing job of bringing to our agents and being able to to keep keep everybody focused on on every day. So two things. One, I, lo- I love doing the series that we do of, of bringing our in-house folk to come and talk about what we do uh, because it gives me the opportunity to say on, on air, as I tell y'all, hopefully as often as possible, <laughs> how much we appreciate what y'all do to make us look good because, you know, we're – are all good, competent, really good at what we do with the clients. But a lot of us, myself included, kind of suck at what you do. <laughs> you know, and so you make you make us better for our clients and for the brand to be uh, to be good at what we do. So one, thank you. And two, details. 
Like as Jonathan always asks at the end, at the end of the podcast, um, Tadio podcast is sweat the details. What would you say is the one detail that you wake up every day with respect to nest <laughs> and sweat on a daily basis? Um, I mean, we talked a little bit about it earlier. It's just making sure that what um, what we are all working really hard to do is um, is being shared and understood and and landing and being helpful in the way that we are intending it to be. Right. right. I mean. We spend a lot of time creating these tools and, and you know, providing these services and, and making sure that people are aware of them and feel comfortable using them mm-hmm. um, and that they're as valuable as we're hoping that they will be. Right. Right. Um, Taylor, thank you for, for joining us. Thanks for the time. And I will um, say we're all looking forward to meeting baby Titus <laughs> in, in a couple of months. Um, we look forward to to having him or her around the office from time to time. And I'm sorry, we're going to lose you for a couple of weeks after the baby. Tomorrow weeks? Weeks? Days? Days. D- days. Right. Yeah. yeah, like three or four days. It'll be fine. days. Take your time. It'll be fine. But, yeah. But thanks a lot for the for the time. This has been awesome. And um, cool. Thanks, Taylor. Really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks, guys.